computer. So here he goes and he's joining and there we go. Okay. That's okay. I think we're all here and we are recording. I hope I'm doing it right. But yep. It says uh, you're recording on the top left of the screen. So there we go. Okay. It's because I have this big screen. So here we are. This is, uh, I got papers everywhere. So, okay. Um, so this is the second meeting for the Board of Assessors for this year, February 17 of 2021. And we'll call it to order with a roll call vote. Um, John Lopes. Yep. Stephen Pompeo. Here. And Ellen Brito here. Okay, so pursuant to Governor Baker's March 12th, 2020 order suspending certain provisions of the open meeting law, um, Mass General Law Chapter 30A, Section 18, and the Governor's March 15, 2020 order imposing strict limitations on the number of people that may gather in one place, this meeting of the Board of Assessors will be conducted via remote participation to the greatest extent possible. Specific information and general guidelines for remote participation by members of the public and or parties with a right and or requirement to attend this meeting can be found on the City of Bedford's website. For this meeting, members of the public who wish to listen or watch may do so by accessing the meeting link contained herein. No in-person attendance of members of the public will be permitted, but every effort will be made to ensure that the public can adequately access proceedings in real time via technological means. And in the event that we are unable to do so despite best efforts, we will post on the city of Medford or the Medford community media website an audio or video recording, transcript or other comprehensive record, record of the proceedings as soon as possible after the meeting. So, um, so the first item was the review of the minutes from December 16th. Did anybody have any comments or edits? I reviewed them. I didn't have any comments or edits. I found them in order myself. Alrighty. Oh, same here. All right. Let's roll them up again. I'll make a motion to approve those, accept those. Thank you. And I second that motion. Second. And all in favor with roll call is John. Aye. And Stephen. Aye. Stephen, yes. And Ellen. Okay. Then we also had the minutes of January 13th. I did um, edit those to, I was missing the word resume after each of the bullets um, for the documents that we had voted that we would sign them once we get back in person. Other than that, I just need them if there was anything else on those. No, I've reviewed them. I found them in order. I'll make a motion to accept. Thank you. I'll second that one as well. Alrighty, and um, roll call vote is John Lopes. Yes. And Stephen Pompeo. Yes. Yes. And Ellen Brito. Yes. Okay. So moving on, we have um, Atlas from the RMV has provided us with three commitments for motor vehicle excise today. Um, we have two from 2020, which are those small ones that round out the year for vehicles purchased in the middle of the year, and then the large one for our first commitment for 2021. So we have um, sixth commitment for 
calendar year 2020 for $138,230.67. We have calendar year seventh commitment calendar year 2020 for $38,694.33. And then first commitment for calendar year 2021 for $5,063,176.64. And I just, um, we had voted back last spring for me to be able to sign on behalf of the board, but we should do a vote, a vote on these to go ahead and approve them. I'll make a motion to approve those. Okay. I'll second that. And roll call vote. Uh, John? Yes. And Stephen? Yes. And Ellen, yes. Okay. And moving to motor vehicle excise abatements. And actually the package that Rita sent to us encompass both. And here they are. Okay, I didn't lose them. So um, they're both motor vehicle and boat are on the same packets. So we have two packets that she had processed. Should have received one for, dated posted for um, February 12th of 21 for 58 um, excise bills between boat and motor vehicle for $4,441.28. And then uh, the totals are wrong on this one. The one that she did for February 17th, she has four in the count. And that should be, oops, let's not make that be so loud. 63, 2052, and 7486 equals $158.38. So those two packets just need approval. I'll make a motion to approve those. I will second that. And I'm going to keep my notes here. Okay, and roll call vote would be John. Yes. Um, Stephen. Yes. And Ellen. Yes. Alrighty. And the second items or third items here are the statutory exemptions. Um, I sent two packets. Um, the first one was just two CPA exemptions totaling seventy-eight dollars and one cent, and these. Um, two applicants meet the qualifying criteria to receive that exemption. And then the second packet is a combination of veterans, um, uh, Clause 41C, there's two Clause 41C set, uh, senior low income, as well as 217D, which is the um, elderly low assets, um, the low income, but the they, assets don't qualify. So anyway, they, they're the smaller one, the 17 Ds. And then for the 41C applicants, um, if they still had CPA on their bill, those also were negated, which is why the total for all of them together is $12,025 for the $25 at $12,025.90 for those in the CPA was 7801. 
Yeah, and uh, thank you because I see that the re the reason code now is showing up on that report, so that's nice. Okay. Well, I'll make a motion to approve those. Okay. I will second that. And roll call vote, John. Yes. And Stephen. Yes. And so those are all set. Which brings us to personal property and real estate abatements. So the department received 48 applications for real estate abatements and six for personal property for fiscal 21. Um, John LaBelle really took the lead and has already completed all of the residential. Um, he had one more that he was just waiting for photos from the property owner, which I think they came in today. So he has drafted his write-ups on those. Um, out of the 48, 26 of them are commercial. And I have started to do the draft write-ups on those. Um, so what I had proposed was that as your time permits, if you could come in to review those abatements with the write-ups um, between now and the next meeting, which I'm proposing to be on March 17th. That way it'll give us time to um, have you review them. Uh, same format as last year, you were able to see John, you know, does very extensive notes when he goes out to visit the property or this year because of COVID, we um, kind of restricted that as much as we could to only if somebody really felt that John needed to be inside to see something. Otherwise, we relied on interior photos and he mm -hmm. just verified exterior measurements. Um, so those are ready to go. I don't really want to take any action on those tonight. Today, I would rather have you have ample time to go through each one um, and take a look at them. And they're here at the office. The office is open regular hours. Um, so certainly anytime that works for you. Okay. And I think we're well on our way. Out of the 26 commercial, um, you know, the commercial was impacted by COVID but it wasn't impacted till after the calendar, the fiscal 21 assessments were based on 2019 activity, not 2020. So that's why I, I wanna give them their review. Um, but if, if that was the only indicator as to why they felt the value should change and they had not provided any other support for that, that's not really enough for us to go on. And I'll document that within each one. But certainly we'll give 2020 a good review for, for the commercial properties impacted, which we know there were some. So, so that's my personal uh, abatement update. And then um, for office activity, um, the city hall is at 40% capacity, which, you know, because of the way our office is set up, we've, we've pretty much been working all of us here for the past six months or so, you know, now that we're, we're back and, City Hall is still only open by appointment, but we're still seeing quite a lot of foot traffic. So people come in and we get a phone call for them to come on down, which um, you know we're trying to limit, but I think that um, all is said, it's still working. So we're all keeping it together. Um, I do have, when you come in on, to look at the abatements, there is a handful of statutory exemptions that um, 
they've timed out at this point. And so I think that at the next meeting, we'll have a list. I mean, we, we had contacted the people to provide us with the additional information. We still haven't seen it yet. They're gonna have to be deemed denied, which means the board takes no action because there was no action to take on an incomplete application. But we do need to, to process those through and close those out before the bills go out for April 1. So people know, you know, they put on notice that they didn't finish what they wanted needed to do. And we do take statutory exemption applications all the way up till April 1st. So those are still coming in. Okay. So that keeps, that's all of my activity updates. Um, not, not a lot going on. Otherwise I think things are you know, moving along. So we do need to go into executive session. Um, to do the minutes from December 16th. So I will read the verbiage for that, take our roll call vote, and then I'll stop recording, which I think is the only way we can do that. So let me, okay. let me go to my view, exit full screen here. Ah. Okay, so... Um, I make the motion that we go into executive session pursuant to Mass General Law Chapter 30A, Section 21A, um, Subsection 3 to discuss the strategy um, and to review the executive minutes with respect to the pe um, pending appellate tax board case for 47 Alston Street. I just need a second. I'll second that. Okay. Um, and then roll call vote for executive session. Yes. John and Stephen. Yes. And Ellen, yes. And um, because this concludes our meeting, we will not be returning to open session after our executive session minutes are completed that review. Let me stop recording.